Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a Wednesday morning. I had to check. All right, so we're down to 53 men for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Three quarterbacks, five running backs, four tight ends, five wide receivers, nine offensive linemen, which kind of gives me a little bit of pause, but it sounds to me like these guys are trying to make a fantasy football team, doesn't it? (laughs) You could almost <laughs> view it that way, yeah. I think more than anything else, this is, in my opinion, not going to be the final 53 players who they have on opening day. I think they're setting themselves up for maybe some trading or maybe some dismantling of players when others become, which they are now, on the free agent wire. It depends on Beach and uh, Andy Reid and what they think. But this is a most unusual 53 players, three quarterbacks. And this is three quarterbacks on the starting unit. Now, they're all good. I, I love Shane Bouchelle. I think he can step in there. But he's not ready yet to lead a team. And Henny, while he's been around for 142 years now, he is not the leader that Mahomes is. Mahomes is their key. They've got to, they have to stay with him, and they know that. That's, that's fully well what's going to happen. Ones that surprise me are the RBs. Ron Jones, I thought he was gone. Yeah, I thought Rojo was gone, but he he, he definitely showed some flashes in that Packers game. But at the same time, I'm like, one, is that an, one game? That's what I'm saying. Is that enough to keep him? But like I said, if you can, you keep five running backs on your fantasy football team. Well, the other thing that's crazy to me is nine out of the ten draft picks we got signed. They're all on the 53, except for one guy who will probably sign with the practice squad. But they are draft choices. That's just it, and, yeah. and they're good players. Yeah. But can they step right into the National Football League in the heat of battle at the start of the season? and even midseason for that matter, and perform at a top level? There's the question that they have to answer. Uh, Josh Gordon, that didn't surprise me at all, and I would be very surprised if he does come back. Uh, he, there, it, The fact is he's 30 years old and just hasn't played for a number of years. He's got a lot of rust on him, so I don't think they're going to waste time. The one that I did like is Justin Watson. I think that is a great keep on their wide receiver yeah. core. He's a kid. He's, not, he's big, but he's not huge. But he's very fast. He's an Ivy Leaguer. He's got some cerebral abilities about him. He can handle the playbook pretty well. He's a University of Pennsylvania kid. And that's going to go very well. Leo Chennault as a linebacker. Big deal. This kid's from Wisconsin. He's a tough animal. He's going to be in there playing quite a bit. And I love that addition to the team. Of course, you, you have Bolton and Willie Gay and people like that to, to handle their linebacking core bothered a little bit by looking at the D-backs. Of course, you knew ahead of time there's not going to be any honey badger back there. Uh, Matthew is gone. Tyran Matthew, he's with the New Orleans Saints. But the fact of the matter remains, do you have a leader back there? And Tyran Matthew was a leader, not only on the field, but in the clubhouse as well. How's that going to manifest itself? Yeah, you have guys like Sneed and Fenton and the McDuffie kid is is pretty good, although he was he was banged up in preseason. Yeah, and Fenton's kind of got injury issues too. I think this really kind of falls on the shoulders of Justin Reed, to be honest with you. And Justin Reed is a good ball player, but is he the kind who can come in and stabilize the D backs and the you know, the the cornerbacks and things like that? You do have Juan Thornhill in there again, a hard hitting player and a guy who's not afraid to get in there and bloody his nose in the heat of battle. But can he lead the team? There's the key. They don't have, in my opinion, don't have a leader in that D backfield. Still, I like the team. I think it's a pretty good mix of players, mix of youth and mix of veterans. 
I just worry a little bit about some of the key elements that won't be there this year. Well, if you, you know, I, I see what you're getting at with the D-backs, but at the end of the day, they really needed to make up some speed. And they got that big timer with the youth. So I think they got a little bit faster. But how good is the speed unless you're putting pressure on the other quarterback? That's true. It all has to work together, just like us in the studio every morning. Every talking morning. sports. Hey, we, talking you, know, you know what sports. we're doing? We're creating magic. The Reds were in Cincinnati yesterday. I'm not sure the St. Louis Cardinals were. What the, hell ha- what the hell happened? That was as lackluster a game as I've seen St. Louis play in a long time. They lose 5-1 to one to the Reds. Had a 1-0 to nothing lead in the fifth inning and... The Reds hit him for four runs in their half of the fifth inning. Dakota Hudson was pitching. Dakota Hudson is an interesting case, the old Miss kid. And he can have moments of glory, but he can also have some real down moments. He's not real consistent. And he was the victim last night of a, a Reds uprising. The Reds aren't very good, folks. They don't have a great team, but they did win last night. Knocked off the Cardinals 5-1. to one. Albert did play. He was the designated hitter, and that's interesting because Cincinnati's starting pitcher was a right-hander last night. Hmm. And the final 0-2, he didn't get any, didn't get any hits. No, obviously, no home runs. 0 for 2 for the night, so he goes home run less for one day. But hey, that's okay. He's he's going to be all right. I think Albert does get to the 700, and we'll, well, we'll certainly find that out in a short time. But the Reds win, play again this afternoon. Actually, late the, late this afternoon, early this evening in Cincinnati. And uh, we're all watching that number getting closer to seven <laughs> double O, and hopefully you can do it. It'd be great, man. It'd be a great way to end the season, um, especially like I said, I, 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 you know, I want them to go all the way. But if if anything happens, that happens, I'll be happy with what they did for us this season, especially as a fan. All right, Royals, how'd they do? Royals won, beat the Chicago White Sox nine to seven in Chicago. The White Sox have really gone down the tubes. This is a team that's got a lot of talent and they can't get it done. And then to add to that, right before the game started, Tony La Russa left the team for health reasons. Mm. And according to all the reports, he was fine prior to the game, holding interviews and so forth and so on. Then all of a sudden he's gone. The White Sox didn't know how to react to it, threw in an interim manager. But no word as to what the situation was with uh, La Russa. He is 77 years old and Really, the team has not responded to him at all. I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think it's a legitimate health issue, hopefully not very serious. But anyway, the Royals win the game 9-7. And here in town, the Springfield Cardinals win 7-6. And they did it with a six-run seventh inning. They're behind the Wichita wind surge in this ball game. Then all of a sudden, Springfield erupts, gets six runs, seizes the lead, and it was a good thing they did because Wichita came back with three runs of their own in the top of the ninth inning. But they lose the game by one. Springfield gets a win. They're now four games off the pace in the uh, Texas League Northern Division. And it, Springfield's got to get there. They've got to win that division to get in the playoffs. Can they do it? Well, there are five more games remaining with Wichita. That's the team they're chasing. And tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon. Hey, it all figures into the mix. But... Springfield's got to win almost all of them from here on in to see and to maintain any kind of a chance. Not the end of the season. There's more games remaining, but not very many. No, there's not. And if you want to see some baseball in Springfield, you know what you got to do there in town this week. Don't miss out. All right. So I know your butt's been glued to the sea watching uh, – a little bit of tennis this week, haven't you? Not a little bit, a whole lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> there were some interesting matches, uh, mostly on the female side, although Rafael Nadal did play last night and, and won. Nadal is so good. Here's a guy in his mid-30s, 
and he, he can pummel kids who are half his age. He's really doing doing very well and still very much in the hunt. He got a big, a big win last night, but Serena Williams' older sister, Venus, who had a wild card at birth, and, that's, and that kind of an invitation only goes to some of the great players. Venus was, and that's the, that's the key. She was a good player. She's not now. Got knocked out in the first round. The uh, second portion of the first round, the second set, was uh, an overtime or, or a penalty killer, they call it. And uh, she lost that one, a 7-6, a sudden death. So, indeed, Venus Williams is out of it. Serena plays tonight. Big one was Naomi Osaka. She is the defending U.S. Open champion. First round, sayonara. She is out of there, beaten by Danielle Collins. An interested matchup in the first round, too, for Osaka, because Collins is a one-time All-America from Virginia and a very, very good player, very strong player, and beat Naomi Osaka. So those things do happen, but otherwise things going pretty much according to form. Another win last night on the ladies' side by Victoria Azarenka. May not mean much to players here, but she's a former Springfield Laser and was a star for the Laser back, oh, gosh, six, seven years ago. Now she gets a win. So, indeed, the competition continues. It's two weeks long, and it's big time. It's the championship of this country. One of Ned's favorite times of the year, my guy. Well, get your butt out of here and go watch some tennis, my man. I'll see you tomorrow.